welcome back to Try Not To Die. I'm your DM, your devastating meteor swarm, No Burrito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Lisa Condemi, aka Gorgonzola. Did I hop into another plane? Hmm, guess I caught a red eye there. Ooh, the sharing gun has been activated, folks! <laughs> We are in the end game. I'm Excellent in my intro. Emo phase now. Excellent intro. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, gang, pick up the dang phone. We're trying <laughs> to call. We're ringing you, and our voices are coming in slow mo. And we got no time for that because it's the finale of this arc. So let's just jump right in to the recap. Last time, Gorgonzola, Erzalri, and Charlotte Amira reunited with the Warriors of the Fallen Flame, deciding to stick together to face whatever the cult of the Scaled Tyrant had in store for them. Heading back up the stairs, they gathered in the Polymorph Puzzle, once again trying to solve it before all of them became little critters. Despite a few close calls, and Toast, the Elder of the Azer, getting turned into a rat and then a Triceratops, Zola managed to complete the puzzle. Not truly solve it, because it's difficult to see why things happened the way they did, but complete it enough to open the doors and allow them back into the Creator Forge. Knowing that there was likely an ambush, the party snuck forward, Zola peering out to do a scan of the space. Clocking some magmen scampering in the balconies high above, our hero bravely stepped out and challenged them to face her in combat. <laughs> then they promptly left off and exploded a meteor swarm of little magma men, instantly killing Gorgonzola Parma of Paddlewick. When she opened her eyes, she once again found herself in the Astral Sea, floating amongst the sparkling dust and psychic winds. Willing herself forward, Zola found herself fast approaching a city, the floating fortress of Grumsh, the screams of battle perpetually raging. Landing, Zola and Stilton in glowing green orb form walked through the city, following the path of her past dreams, the warriors so consumed with bloodlust that they paid her no mind. She entered into the skeletal cathedral of Grumsh, approaching his bone throne and meeting the one-eyed god on his own turf. Determined to return to the material plane so she could finish what she started, Zola bargained with the god, who expressed nothing but disappointment at her failures. Her kind's creator was only moved when Zola offered her eye as payment, though not enough. He was impressed with her impudence and determination, so he countered. He knew that the shard was in the Astral Sea and he wanted it for his nefarious plans. In exchange for her life, she would have to ensure his possession of it and assist in his conquest of the material plane when the time came. Agreeing to devote herself to him in exchange for a second chance, Zola awoke her right eye now red, that's what the intro was about, gang, right in the <laughs> middle of the battle of the Fallen Flame and the Cult of the Scaled Tyrant. Overwhelmed with grief and relief, Erza poured cure wounds after cure wounds into Zola, allowing her to rejoin the battle and turn the tides, eliminating the supervisor salamander and retaking the creator forge for their people. Finally out of battle, Zola broke down. Exhausted and overwhelmed, Erza and Charlotte took her aside while the rest of the fallen flame cleared out the rest of the temple, helping her calm down to take a long rest. Awakening not long after, Zola joined Erza, the two now changed. For the better? We'll see. As the pair once again leapt into the swirling portal of fire, and that is where we are right now. You and Erza fall through the burning hole and find yourself continuing to fall as you enter into the horde of Anacra from above. 
Erza quickly pulls out a feather and casts Featherfall on you both so you can start parachuting in and get a look at your surroundings. And oh boy, what a look you get from this vantage point. You are entering into a gargantuan cavern that was clearly once a grand cathedral hall built into this magma chamber, nearly as big as the one you left. However, in the 2,000 years since it was taken by the Chromatica, you see it has been vandalized with draconic symbols, the carvings of dwarven gods smashed or recarved to be draconic faces, history lost, replaced, this once sacred dwarven space so lost to time that Erza had not even known that it existed. It has been completely desecrated and re-erected as a temple to greed. But that's not at all what you're looking at as you begin to descend into this space. Piled into tall dunes, the Horde is literally a sea of wealth filling this space. Artwork, armor, precious stones, weapons, priceless objects, and of course, countless coins fill the space, spilling into the temple's architecture, lining the walls where the dunes meet it. It stops short of a tall geometric archway that stretches out of view at the far end of the space. You guys are, if you were to finish descending straight downward, this would be what you're looking at straight ahead of you. Mm -hmm. This seems to be the sole entry point of this entire horde aside from the portal. Everything seems to have a wavering glow as intense heat is manipulating the air molecules, enhancing the sheer ridiculous nature of this greedy accumulation like a mirage. You see one spot right in the center of the floor, many feet below this slit of flame, has melted together to form a sort of golden nest of sorts. Chunks of treasure, statues, idols that may have been from the temple that you just came from crushed or pressed into this spot to create a spot for this tremendous monstrosity to rest. You've never seen this much gold in your life. You're not even sure if there's this much gold in one place anywhere, that any nation has this much wealth at their disposal. Frigidich's hoard looks like a child's piggy bank in comparison. Where do you think you want to land? You know that you probably have seconds based on the time dilation between planes from when Anakra is going to arrive and then the portal is going to close like right after him. So as you descend, where would you like to go? Um, I immediately turn to Erza as we're falling through the air and go, where did you see the hammer? What does it look like? Okay, um, I'm pretty sure it was by one of the columns and she looks into the space. This entire space is lined with geometric columns. It's literally a temple. You couldn't have a more specific vision. Okay, listen, I, you know, I think that once I see the area, I'll know where it is. Damn, that really doesn't sound helpful, does it? Um, as you guys begin to float down, you imagine that the best, at least the best first step is to perhaps find cover. So yeah, I think instead of like, if it's kind of in like dunes of treasure, I want to uh, land in a valley, not a peak. Yes, certainly possible. Um, you begin to descend close to the the countless coins that litter this place this nest that anacra is settled in is itself kind of the top of one of these large dunes you know mm -hmm. so you kind of go past it into the dunes next to it where there's like a valley between the two of them mm -hmm. the two of you landing as quietly as you can casting a few of the coins like ting, 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 as you land erza is the hammer magical it's it's definitely magical. We will be able to find it. If you do you have, I think I might have a spell that could help as well. I have detect magic. I'm just worried that I'm gonna get a thousand pings because we're probably surrounded by magical artifacts. 
she looks out into the space. You're definitely right. What kind of magic are we looking for? Um, well, probably... Like destructive magic? Definitely destructive magic. Um, I don't know if it's going to have a property specifically of a school, but okay. maybe evocation or... I don't know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, as you guys are there, uh, give me a stealth check. Okay. And Erza looks to you. She goes, I'm not leaving you, but I think that to cover our bases, I should be invisible. Okay. So she activates her Durgar, her pale dwarf magic, as you watch her form again flicker and go invisible. And I as she does re- that, she gives you Bardic, too. Oh, nice. That's what her line was there. I kind of reach out and, like, touch the edge of her cloak just to make sure she's still there. I swear <laughs> this wasn't a teleportation spell. I'm right here. <laughs> this is the pinnacle of my journey. I am not leaving your side. Okay. Nat 20 stealth roll. I, and d- do you want to use the Bardic? Mmm... Yeah, you know, because I I know that uh, dragons are pretty perceptive. I would say that at this point, Zola has read enough about dragons to know that one of the key features is how aware they are. Yes. Specifically how aware they are in their own horde. All right, come on. Nat 20 plus. Nat 20. What is the natural high on this? It's a D8. So you want a nat 8. Are you serious? 8. Oh, my God, I cannot express a, how important that was a for you. Twenty-eight, and Erza rolled a natural nineteen Holy to shit. back up your natural twenty plus her stealth, which is plus ten, so she has a twenty-nine. The two of you literally, as you land, she goes invisible, and you both like slide into the stones, kind of doing. I guess if you're afraid of spiders, sorry. There's like those spiders that throw sand on themselves. Uh-huh. You guys like nestle into the gold and like throw it on yourself exactly. a little bit. My armor kind of blends in a little bit. Yes, um, and it does. I mean, it sparkles, and it's the one good thing about being in a horde filled with valuable items is that if something valuable of yours is exposed, it looks like it just fits in. Mm-hmm. So. You guys had, in this essentially few seconds you've had, you've landed, you've kind of slid down into the coins and obscured yourself. You know that essentially you're going to have to search this horde. And I'll tell you this, mechanically, Erza having seen it in her dream is going to give you advantage okay. on all your investigation She's checks. described to me like what gems are in the pommel and yes. stuff like that. You get a general visage of this hammer, which is in itself a beautifully constructed hammer made of mithril. So it's kind of like a silvery, almost slightly greenish, like that sea foamy kind of mm-hmm. green. Um, and it is not encrusted with jewels but there does seem to there is like one significant like diamond in it that's like what she's described to you mm-hmm. is that inside the actual warhammer piece there is like a diamond in the center of it okay. um so you guys land nestle in and not more than maybe 15 to 30 seconds later there is a rumble and then a wave of heat as from above you the slit of flame has now begun to rip open Black claws emerge first, dropping bags of treasure that crash and scatter on the ground. You actually have to like shield yourself a little bit as a few coins like ding, 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 kind of roll over you. I'm glad that Sultan's not here. It would be too scary for him. Sultan would definitely be like freaking the fuck out at this point. You hold your breath as Anacra, Deathmonger, looms, climbing through this colossal red dragon as described, easily 120 feet long, 
plump looking like both muscular like kind of like a strong man you know like definitely looks like is getting all the nutrients he's he needs but is a beefy boy like huge muscles um and perhaps he's swole as fuck <laughs> oh my guts i never could have imagined he would have so much gained <laughs> He's the greediest motherfucker on earth. Of course he's got gains. He's so greedy for even muscle mass. <laughs> um, as the two of you, you were casting message to each other. <laughs> um, you watch as this monstrous form literally drops in, <laughs> sending a wave of force throughout the space that literally alters some of the dunes, causing them to kind of shift and roll almost like waves. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Oh, actually... Um, okay, I rolled a 12, but I want to say, can I also roll my portents? Oh, yes. Since I forgot to roll this we last We totally forgot. Let's roll your portents. Just in case you need to use that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got the portents. I rolled a 12. Okay. A 12, believe it or not, just for this specific event is enough to pass. It's a DC 11. That was a gamble. This really was honestly just so that you don't get crushed by the wave of coins that crashes down. You guys, the thing the thing that is so great is that one, you rolled high enough in your stealth that like you having to maneuver out of this wave does not cause him to notice you. But you do see how you could have easily, despite the fact that you are a beefy lass yourself, would have been absolutely crushed and maybe suffocate underneath the sheer amount of wealth in this space. Zola knows that in a river of flowing grains, you have to not get trapped in the voids. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, I guess maybe that's what we'll switch the album art to, is that image. <laughs> uh, check the link in the bio for uh, So, okay, you see this massive red dragon form. Frilled scales near his head ripple with excitement, like a predator perpetually on the hunt. He rears up to survey his horde in its entirety. And as he does, you see something. A single glowing red point coming from the underside of Anakra's jaw, where you imagine like an Adam's apple would be. It glows there, and as he opens his mouth, which is perpetually kind of billowing smoke just a little bit, um, there is a bright reddish ruby red glow coming from the inside of it and you see his the whites of his eyes are red with these like burning orange yellowish um uh, irises as he scans this space sniffing (laughs) um erza like looking at you through the coins as well um she winks at you and is going to give you another bardic as you guys go forward, not knowing necessarily if you're going to be splitting up to search for things or if you are going to uh, go go together. Um, And after a moment of this monstrosity, (laughs) sniffing and surveying the space, (laughs) (laughs) my sweet, just as I left you, beautiful as always. And he plops down and rolls over onto his back, kind of like getting a little back scratch on it as like showering more coins as he revels in his treasure. It seems like he did not notice you. And I'll tell you right now, the passive perception of an ancient red dragon is 26. You had to roll that bardic inspiration. Holy shit. As you 
listen to him just <laughs> just grunts of these like please animal noises he's like <laughs> just like rolling around in his gold laughing to himself um, before there's a beat and he goes <sighs> and then kind of curls over and goes on his side and closes his eyes as he does you still watching him notice at like the peripheral of your vision a portal of flame cools and goes out, closing. And it seems like your allies on the other side have successfully closed the portal. They fucking did it, Erza. Erza, also looking up, messages you. Let's hope it was the right choice. So, should we start looking? Erza, still invisible. She, essentially, you're messaging her so that way she can message back because otherwise casting a spell would bring her out of it. Mm-hmm. She responds, I think that if we want to wait just a moment to see if he's like resting or something, and then do you think, do you want to stay together or split up? Let's look individually, but let's not go a, a dune further from each other. Agreed. And we'll I w- search around each column together on either side of it and. I have, I mean, maybe if he's resting, I have detect thoughts. Like, I could maybe see if he's resting. Honest, I have that spell as well, and it's the perfect spell for this. I think that you're spot on. So long as you don't dig deeper, my understanding is they won't know. So you two kind of settle in and hold on for a moment. Your stealth check carries over uh, as you... How long do you think you wait before you do anything? Probably, like five minutes until we start to like we are tingling a little bit like our feet are starting to go numb under the weight of all the gold yeah okay give me a perception check is this based on sight this is based on hearing okay with my bonus it's an 11 okay anakra is breathing deeply but you're not sure without casting a spell if he's truly rest, like just resting his eyes like a dad does, right. <laughs> or if he is actively falling asleep after such a strenuous raid. How far away from him? How you far away from me is him? Or about, um, I would say, because of, you know, the height distance of the actual dunes, I would say that you're around 60 feet away from him. Because it's like 30 feet up a dune, and then you guys are 30 feet like behind another one, kind of getting a side vantage point. I'd have to... I'd have to get a little closer to detect thoughts. Well, I feel like we're pretty well hidden if you want to try. If you think that there needs to be a distraction, I'm more than happy to draw his attention. You know, go go for maybe closer to the opening or something. Just so his attention's not on you when you get close. Or it's up to you. Mm, I'm worried more about waking him up. I think a distraction might be... Might make our timer shorter maybe we i just try and sneak over there real quiet like get a little bit closer and detect thoughts and see if he's you know he's gotta be tired all that pillaging and raging her eyes though invisible are definitely trained on him for this entire conversation as much as it's probably pretty grim to say I hope it was a tiring mission of his. Why don't you start looking and I will 
see if he's asleep. Okay. So, the way this is going to work, that first stealth check is enough to get you for this first, like, round of, like, checks. Whether it's investigation slash um, you getting closer to cast this spell. After that, you may have to do more stealth Mm -hmm. checks. Or you might have to finagle something else in order to keep Anacra's attention off you. Okay. I will say this right away. Because Anacra is asleep, I will lower his passive perception to 20. Okay. So no matter what, it's still very high. Mm -hmm. But you, I mean... It just makes sense that it's not like he's rolling checks, so he wouldn't roll with disadvantage. But if a dragon's asleep and you guys already rolled a nat 20 as your start, it feels like it makes sense that while he's asleep, you have a little bit of an edge. Okay. So, um, thank you, kind DM. It is after killing you the least I can do. <laughs> you begin to slowly but surely, almost like you're individually removing coins from you to kind of unbury yourself, um, you kind of. Pull yourself slowly. It takes you probably a full like three minutes to do this because you're trying to be extra careful. So slow. Um, until you finally like step out onto the coins. You hear like a ding, ding, ding as a few of them move. You're <sighs> nothing yet. You begin to slowly maneuver around the dune back towards the nest, which is elevated by this massive pile of some partially melted treasure. Once you get within 30 feet, you... Tell me how you cast Detect Thoughts. I believe it, all it needs is a copper piece um, as a component. So what do you think it looks like for you? I think Zola probably goes to the same place that she feels like she goes when she's about to have a prophetic dream. Like, she also closes her eyes and kind of, like, tunes into, like, uh, Anacra's rest. Channeling this divination magic that is both your... your school of choice as a wizard as well as something that you seem to have inherited as um, an innate ability, you close your eyes and open your mind to the thoughts around you. Eretz at this point has moved slightly out of range. Okay. But as you open your mind and focus on Anacra's, the first thing that hits you is his presence. If you were not holding the tusk, you imagine that you would not be able to contain the fear that automatically is growing within your mind. It would make you want to scream and run from this place in terror as just his presence within your psyche is enough to drive you to madness as you can only imagine the fury and violence that this being can create. You focus. Hmm. It sounds like he's dreaming. And it seems like you're getting little visions of him reveling in his gold and wealth. Just honestly, his dreams are his reality as right. he closes his eyes and imagine. And I'll, I'll even say that, like, you kind of hold there for a minute to kind of like to be like, what the fuck? Like, is this guy dreaming about? And you see that he's his dreams are just like a a flurry of memories of him like reaping destruction upon various swaths of area to like joyfully gleefully like eating tiny folk and like taking their treasure and being like (laughs) just like just like having a grand old time for a second i'm like should we have sealed that portal really (laughs) 
This is the best dream I've ever had. <laughs> He's lucid dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, so you get the sense that he is in entering into sleep. Okay. I will try and sneak my way kind of back around the dune towards wherever Erza was. Okay. Erza's going to roll her first investigation check. Okay. Um, okay. She does not find it, but the DC has now been lowered by two. Erza didn't seem um, unbelievably frightened to me. She didn't seem like she was like not able to handle an actor's presence. Um, she definitely seemed frightened. Mm-hmm. Um, let me actually quickly roll something. She she definitely seemed frightened, uh, and you notice that the path that she took to look for the hammer is the path that is furthest from and that, like literally you were like okay i'm going towards and she was like got it i'm literally gonna go the complete opposite direction as she heads towards a wall um okay. and she definitely seems like she does not want to get any closer to him okay Though, again she is invisible so at, the, at this moment you you're not really sure how afraid she is okay and i will also almost save for her okay she will eventually you imagine shrug off that fear but she definitely Seeing the the destroyer of her civilization and many others is psyche shattering. I'm messaging out to try and reach her. Erzo, Erzo, where are you? Are you okay? Uh, after like a few messages, because it's because you're kind of blindly doing Who's it. Pointing. You're just like pointing and whispering Erza, into a little while. Sorry, Erzo, Erzo, goes, I'm, I'm here. I, sorry, I had to take a moment. It's, it's okay. Seeing him, I, I never could have imagined. Are Charlotte you? was right. Are you going to be able to keep a clear head, or do you need me to help you? Can you search well in this state? Um, I think that the sooner we can get out, the better. So if you don't mind searching, that would be very helpful. Okay. Um, and the way that this mechanically is going to work is that for every 10 minutes of search, you will lower the DC by two. Okay. Um, at the end of the 10 minutes, you will make a stealth check. It will be with advantage. And for as many bardics as she has, Erza will try and give you bardic. Okay. Um, so. I also, if it comes to the moment I have heroism. Yes. That I can cast on her. That will definitely help with if she, because for instance, mechanically, for anyone who doesn't know, the red dragon, as many ancient dragons do, have an ability that allows them to essentially like auto cast fear and it's called their frightening presence and Erza has to succeed on a dc 21 wisdom saving throw or be frightened for one minute she is going to be repeating her save but in general you imagine she is very very frightened at this moment so you begin to let me know if you need a pep talk Right, maybe just in a, maybe if we don't find it in this next check, I'm sure this next one's thinking positively. Okay, um, so let's roll investigation checks. Okay. Okay. 22. 22. You do not yet find it, but the DC has once again been lowered by two. Okay. As 10 minutes pass. Give me another stealth check. I rolled devastatingly low on my stealth, and so I'm going to use my nat 20 portent. Oh my god, you got another nat 20 portent? Yeah. This is redemption for the last nat 20 portent. Yeah. Incredibly useful. 
you still will have to roll your bardic. Okay, even though he's asleep? Uh, oh, wait, you're right. Because you said it's it was a, 20. I lowered to 20, so with a natural 20, if you have no bonus to stealth. None. I, I will, just roll with advantage. I will say that a natural 20 is enough, even though technically it is equal to 20. It's a natural 20, folks. You are stealthy for another 10 minutes. Uh, Erza, I see his eyes open for a second, but then I realize he's sleeping with his eyes open <sighs> like a cat. Uh, yeah, he has, <laughs> it's perpetually eyelids like halfway down. He's like... <laughs> 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 Erza rolled a 22 on her stealth, okay. so she is still hidden. Um, as the two of you begin to look once more, Damn, Erza was... is using her magical awareness to kind of get a sense of magical items as well. I gotta be real, Erza. I was hoping to use that vision on finding the hammer. I I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm just going to s- <laughs> assume that it something might have happened uh, as you foresee another world where an acrobat Where I rolled a seven. <laughs> dives down and eats you. Um, um, I'm going to, if I think it would help us even narrow down, like stop looking at like shitty little hammers that don't have any magical properties, I would like to cast detect magic so I can like all the hordes around us like kind of beam it down to like half or whatever. Yes. So, okay. Within a 30 foot radius, you begin to start getting little pings, like little radar pings, which does help distinguish hammers that are like just well-crafted, like nice-looking hammers that are clearly decremental or ornamental mm-hmm. in nature. Um, you <laughs> decremental, decremental in nature. I, I'm not gonna cut that out. Decremental in nature. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep that. Um, you are kind of able to suss out. Give me another investigation check. You do have advantage, and I'll say that with detect magic up, the DC will go down by four. If okay. you, if essentially you're trying to meet a certain threshold to reduce it, as well as spend enough time right. to reduce it. Okay. And this is uh, detect magic lasts for ten minutes, so okay. I guess it would just be for this. It's a perfect one. round. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say that this will minus four from the DC. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna re- I'm gonna use one of the bardics. Okay. Nineteen. 19. You and Erza continue to make your way through this horde. At this point, again, you're staying within 30 feet of each other. She's kind of definitely at the edge of this entire space, keeping behind the dunes, rolling wisdom saves. Um, (laughs) And you are... You're feeling like you're making decent headway in the sense that you're covering a lot of ground, but you're beginning to fear, like, what if I have to dig for this thing? Like, what if it's not just, like, sitting... Like, what if Erza's vision was wrong? Or, you Mm -hmm. know, like, what if... Since, I mean, you saw how Anakra literally shapes this space by landing in it. Mm -hmm. Has he, since landing in it, altered where it could be? So, the DC has gotten lower, but at this point, you do not find it. And you like our messaging Erza and she's getting more and more panicked. I don't, I, it's, I don't know I, what happened. I, the vision was so clear. I felt like I, I feel like I saw where it was. I, and at this point, I mean, she's still invisible for this full hour, but she gets a little bit closer. You see like some coins move nearby. She gets closer to you to kind of minimize the distance, still feeling a little bit frightened. Erza, we're gonna find it now more than ever we have to think positively you are right and you see like a flicker of that like arcane rage like sparks through her blue eyes listen the scariest thing about fear is feeling like you're going to be scared forever but you're not 
the minute that it gets to be too much, I, I can relieve it for a moment, but I want to wait until we really need it. But just know what you feel now isn't going to last forever. Okay. Okay. Channel it. Let's just uh, channel into a game of I Spy. It's I Spy, fate of my heritage, and perhaps my people. A game of I Spy. Okay. I Spy the hammer upon which uh, humanity hinges. Okay, here we go. Dwarf manatee. Um, <laughs> let's, um, once again, we're going to roll another investigation check. Okay. And then we'll roll another stealth check. Let's go. 21 on that investigation check. You are so close to finding it. I kid you not. The DC was 22 this round. It started at 30. Which was near wow. impossible, but yeah. you guys have been whittling it down. And at this point, it will be at DC 20. You feel like you are getting really, really close. Erza goes, actually, you know, it, do, it is kind of this. It does feel more familiar. It does kind of feel like, and you guys are at this point kind of heading towards the back of this space. And you see at the back of this space what was definitely at one point like an altar to the Allfather, Morden of the Dwarves. Since then, the statue that must have been, or like the facade that was carved there has been completely destroyed. But you see, as the gold kind of piles up against it, that there are a number of pillars that still remain intact, and it does kind of look familiar. When you say the back of this space, you mean the back by the exit, or the back on the other side? Uh, the other side. The furthest away from the exit Okay, got it. So behind where Anacra's sleeping. So Correct. he's between us and the exit. Correct. I'm so just clarifying. His face is facing toward... He's looking towards the, the only entrance of his... Mm-hmm. A- slash exit of his horde. Uh, and you are literally a city block away. Yeah. <laughs> this is like looking down the street and being like, Okay, we just have to make sure we get to that bodega. <laughs> <laughs> Without pissing off a dragon. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. I need um, your stealth check for this next big round. Okay. Here we go. Erza also rolling here. Oh, I forgot that I rolled with advantage. Thank God. <sighs> Not thank God. All right, I'm going... Nope, I I can't... I rolled a 10, and the highest I could get with my bardic even is an 18, so I'm not even going to roll it. Okay. Erza got a... 28. She is invisible, so that makes it a little easier. But as you and her are making your way towards the back, as you're kind of... Your detect magic wears off, but Erza, still using her magical awareness, is like sniffing the air. And as you message her, she goes, I there, I am getting a lot of pings from all over the place, but there's, there's a large... I feel like a, a good energy coming from here. It's probably by the altar. I mean, that's exactly the kind of shit that a god would pull. I feel like we should have really just went straight, straight to the altar. ping on the altar. altar. Uh, and so the two of you are making your way there. And as you go betwixt two large dunes, you feel your foot slip a little on one of the coins. And you and just land on your butt. And there's a... It's not even a loud noise. But you hear... And the massive draconic form of Anacra shifts and begins to turn. I have a question. Tess, tell me your question. Can I misty step 30 feet to the side into a dune? Like inside the gold? 
I will, because you have to go to a place you can see, I will say gotcha. that you could definitely bear yourself a little. You wouldn't be like in the middle of it. Okay. But I'll say that like, you can see enough of a dune nearby that if you like teleport it and like essentially collide it into it, some co- coins would like maybe buried. I see like the yeah. handle of some sword sticking out. I'm like, I want to go there. <laughs> it's a ghost. All right, split. Um, and the two of you kind of go in opposite directions and you disappear and reappear hitting against these coins. It's like my little nose sticking out. Uh, yeah, like literally you like quickly fit, push as many coins as you can as rumbling begins to fill the space. Anakra kind of picking himself up. You're, you think that maybe your, your burying of the coins is slightly covered by the fact that he's just like shifting more coins falling mm-hmm. from his nest. Mortals from beyond my borders. My, what a treat. Come, show yourself so I can see the newest additions to my collection. I know you're out there. You see his eyes, smoldering embers, suddenly whip in your direction towards the altar, locking onto your general area immediately. A look that, again, were you not holding the tusk? you know would instill the deepest fears within your heart. Um, Erza, having a past during this whole time, um, is again going to roll a save, and though you don't know it, she does fail. As she... You, <laughs> like, briefly, maybe, uh, like, you kind of look over and, like, maybe cast, like, a side message in her direction. And you just hear, like, <sighs> just, like, very panicked breathing as mm-hmm. she's clearly succumbing to this fear once more. Um... As you hold your breath there, you hear there's like a kind of a pushing off sound and then a landing noise as a wave of coins scatters through the area. I need you to roll another deck save. Okay. Where I rolled an eight. An eight. You are oh, gonna... but you know what? I'll use the last Bardic I have from Erza. Yes, she gave you... She essentially this whole time has been giving you Bardic. Um, I think she has one left. Okay. She's giving you three total, I believe. Plus three. I got an 11. Okay. An 11, again, is exactly what you need to pass to not get <laughs> literally crushed by a mountain of gold. Thought it might be. But in <laughs> diving to avoid it, you tumble out of the gold and immediately... As you open your eyes, standing above you, frilling kind of scales, quivering in excitement as it looks down at you. Come to steal my collectibles? No, not at all. I actually am here on accident. I fell through that portal before it closed. You see, the moment you say it closed, his eyes dart up. What? <laughs> just roar and like as he roars you watch as the gem glows within his his throat and there is a burst of what looks like a mix of flame and cold and lightning that <laughs> scatters across the ceiling as he roars in anger and whips his head back to what did you do not me nothing it closed behind me i fell through a portal Give me a deception check. Okay. Three. (laughs) (laughs) My, you're brave. Tiny 
folk lying. It's always so amusing. <laughs> Tell me, why are you actually here? And where is your companion? I smell dwarf. Oh, no, that was my ferret. He died. He was incinerated. I'm not sorry for your loss. That's fair. Um, I actually just came to look for something. Well, you found it. Your new home. You're gonna let me live here? You are now collectible. You'll stay here with me. Okay. Um, I start kind of glancing around the cavern, um, and uh, I kind of like nod towards the altar as if I'm like commenting on it, but hopefully Ertza sees me like nodding at her to be like, keep searching. I look at the altar. I'm like, it's pretty nice furnishings. I like what you've done with the place. Thank you. One of my pride and joy. When I first came here, it was a bit archaic. Empty, I, yeah. I started to give it a more of a esque sort of feel with the way of, and he like he gestures just the art which you see is as again it's been torn apart it's very abstract I like it yeah it's like the destruction is the art the art of destruction yes I'm glad you have vision oh it's nice to have a toy with vision I mean if we're gonna be roommates we gotta align you know about the <laughs> interior decoration roommates is a very generous word for our relationship oh I could be an employee no problem hmm. An intern? Unpaid intern? Closer. That's much closer, I would say. Um, I'll tell you right now, Ertza rolled, unfortunately, too, roll, too low on her, her investigation check. So she is still looking, but she did not find anything. I'll start kind of, like, seeing if I can kind of, like, uh, saunter easily. Like, just, like, casually walking towards the altar. <laughs> just, like, glance around at some stuff. Uh, quite a collection you have here. How long have you been... How long have you been collecting? Since I settled into this city and got rid of those pesky rodents. And what's what's this? Where did you get this? I pick up a random. Don't you touch that! Oh, sorry. <laughs> the tail slams down right next to you. Give me a dexterity saving okay. throw. Um, it's a, a ten, unfortunately. Yikes! You're not getting hit by the tail attack specifically. I'm getting launched. You're getting in the essentially air. launched with the gold he has struck. Um, you take fifteen damage. I rolled, I rolled literally max and then middles with my damage. Um, so you are launched and find yourself colliding into one of the dunes. Um, you tumble over. Well, well, well. Don't make me damage you. I wouldn't want you to be ruined from your mint condition. Hey, man, I get it. Hands off. As you are looking around, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say that you're distracting enough that Ertel will roll another search. So you guys have zeroed in on the area now, so it's less like ten minute intervals and more like one minute intervals mm -hmm. of searching. Okay, she still rolls with advantage because of the vision and because of this magical awareness she has up. Shout out to the Path of Wild, whatever soul or whatever the fuck it is for barbarians. That is a natural seventeen plus her bonus. Which is a plus three. Yes, yes! That is exactly <laughs> what she needed. But 
I'm going to roll another stealth check for yeah, her. Yeah, because can she pick it up? Can she pick noticing? it up? And you know that she's going to try and pick it up. You, you know, know what I mean? You know. So, okay. She found it. You see, like, you're, you don't know where she is, but the audience, if you were looking through Eritz's eyes, you see that she, her, her vision locks onto what looks like a handle kind of poking out of a bunch of the gold and copper and silver, pretty much up against the actual wall. Here we go. I'll roll in front of you. She is rolling with advantage because she's invisible still. With her plus 10, that's a 17. 17 is the highest. As you're trying to... What do you think is happening right at this moment? I can't do anything about his perception, right? This is his passive? Passive perception. Right. Okay. He's not even making checks at this point. His focus yeah. is on you, but he has just a, such a high awareness of his space. Understandable. What do you think you're saying to him at this point? Um, I'm actively pointing at things and trying to get him to, like, tell me about the time that he, like, you know, pillaged the Dwarven Mountain and took this gem oh, out yes. of the throne. This is one of my oldest treasures. And I these like it, days, I like I it. I don't get to leave to raid the material plane so much. I it's... usually spend most of my time in the plane of fire. There's a lot of collectibles to be had there, but... This is from one of my older times. And he, like, begins to... You're, like, kind of standing and pointing something. And he lumbers over. And it's... it's This is like a fucking building. Like, just approaching you. <laughs> it's just a, leaning over. Huge black claw tapping at this tiny little diamond. I felt very small uh, the last few days of my life. <laughs> this is maybe the smallest you've ever felt. Um, is he bigger or smaller than Groomsh? He is... The same length as Groomsh. Okay. Though Groomsh is... Like if he stood on his tail. Exactly, yeah. If, if Groomsh was just like standing straight up and Anakra balanced upon his tail, like it was a similar scale. Mm -hmm. Like Groomsh was basically like 120 feet tall. Like mm -hmm. he's a titan. Um, so as you're distracting him, you suddenly hear... Ding, 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 and you see... Um, <laughs> you like both of your eyes whip towards the altar and you see a handle... <laughs> Wiggling, someone's <laughs> desperately trying to quietly remove it. That's weird. Does that usually happen here? Well, well, well. I knew that you had a little friend. Come on out, little dwarf. Turns away from you. You again, like you have to steady yourself on a nearby pillar as like the ground shakes as he lumbers towards where you know Erza is standing. Undoubtedly, Erza at this point. You guys have spent nearly an hour searching, and as he approaches just in pure fear, you watch as her Duragar magic fades, and she flickers back into reality. And you see, pale as ever, perhaps even paler, with her blue eyes wide open in fear, hand on the handle of this gorgeous, gorgeous hammer. <sighs> So you did come to steal my collectibles. Actually, this is my dwarven prisoner. Can I walk over to Erza? Yeah. I will <laughs> uh, grab her in like a chokehold, like my arm around her neck. And as I'm like giving her like a noogie and like humiliating her in front of Anakra, I'm going to- <laughs> Oh my uh, God use heroism on her so that she is immune to fear. She's imbued with bravery. She cannot be frightened. She also gets four temp hit points uh, each at the start of each round. Oh, wow. Or at the start of each uh, turn. Okay. So you 
wrap your arm around her. You see there's no resistance. She's so afraid that you literally manhandle her and she has like an unfit. She's just like ragdoll in your arms as you almost for a second have to like, oh, hold on. Because she's like <laughs> full weight dropping into you. Um, but the moment you focus and imbue her, this kind of sparkling astral energy filling her with bravery, you see she steadies her breath and looks over her shoulder at you and the smallest hint of a smile traces her lips and i do need you to roll a deception check i dragged roll an inside check i dragged her to the horde of anacra thinking it'd be funny if i let her get a chance at getting her ancestral weapon back that is pretty funny (laughs) honestly noah i rolled a zero Oh, did you roll a natural one? I did, and I have a minus one. The <laughs> I literally just saw you cast a spell and your friend smiled at you. It was worth a try. <laughs> Looming over you, Anakra's burning eyes glare into your heart. Then he turns his attention to Erza. Little Grey Dwarf. Haven't seen one of you for quite some time. And Erza, kind of now imbued with this heroism, this bravery, meets his gaze. That's right, you bastard. Since my great, 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 great grandpappy came to strike you down with this, our family's hammer! And she tears the hammer from the horde, showering you guys with gold. Um, it is, as described, a beautiful massive like the length of the actual handle of it is the full length of Ertz's body it's like a two-handed swinging hammer that you it's a Gallagher hammer baby she can smash some watermelons with this one with a beautiful mithril head as she's having this really epic moment I just casually reach over and take the gun holster off of her (laughs) off of her hips and take it back (laughs) subtly grabbing the because it is a folded (laughs) rifle so you just like pull it pick it up and slide it into your holster Anakra as she says that just kind of curiously tilts his head and you see Erzo go I've come to finish the job and he looks at her like he has heard the most ridiculous thing that could have ever been uttered like someone just started speaking word salad at him was like tomato backpack walking down the street it's just like nonsense and he looks at her so confused and shocked before he goes <laughs> <laughs> Is that the story you're telling yourself? And Erza blinks, not fearful, but a bit taken aback. It's the truth. It is the story of my family. It is the key to my honor. Practically, in fact, he takes one of his massive claws, covering his snout as he's holding in laughter as she's speaking. I'm like messaging her like uh, going unnoticed as I'm like I don't know if this is the hill you want to die on with this guy. We might just need to get out of here. No, this is, you're right. Being brave is important. I need to stand up to my fears. Okay. Hair wasn't backfiring a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Anakra, finally. (sighs) Fan fiction. Allow me to explain what's actually canon. In the collector's edition of this story, when my mommy Tiamat was sealed in Avernus back in the Nine Hells, I, the eldest, 
rightfully took my place as ruler of this plane. Something the little nasty dwarves couldn't seem to understand. They kept trying to take my ore, take my treasure, take my mountains. My kind is stronger, but there were so many of you. And you had those wretched metallics to protect you when your gods left. But something had to be done. I needed to circumvent the circumstances. I couldn't leave my horde, so you tricksy tiny folk to, could take it. I need to keep you busy so I could strike at your protectors. So I cooked up a little plan. It went to my greatest rival, knowing that if I could convince them to join me, the others would follow and together we'd be able to extinguish the hope of small folk for good. Erza looks to you and then looks to Anakra. Are, are you talking about Frigidich? Yeah, who are, who is your greatest rival? Can we team up with them? Are they free right now? Uh, Anakra, again, bravery is, is a huge, <laughs> huge drug. Um, Anakra looks at the two of you and smiles. Close. Gangren. Weaker, but whip-smart, always looking to usurp. He knew that stories held a power that few can rival. If a myth of my generosity for the sake of unity and strength could be established, our forces would rally, and our enemies would grow ever fearful. So together, we crafted six weapons. A wand for him. A blade for Blitzburn. A cannon for caustic. A dragger, a dragger, a dagger for dwarf. It's my lisp. It's because I have a big gem in my throat. I mean, a dragon dagger is a dragger. It's so. a dragger. Thank you. That buys you. That's why you're going to join my collection. Wait, we're going to be roommates, right? Again, you're misconstruing the relationship. I was really interested in the weapon list you were giving me. We'll talk about this. Turns his attention back to it's a and the final weapons, a flail for Frigidich, and a hammer for me. And Erza and you realize that Begarensfort was not gifted from a deva of Moradin, but from Gangren, perhaps in disguise. Anakra smiles. Now you see it. Dwarves are easy to manipulate. Always digging deeper. Always looking for more. Begging for guidance from their gods. Trying to please them with their works. Do you know why Gangren is known as Gangren the Corrupter? No, why? Before he went missing, he was quite the accomplished caster. He knew how to enchant, how to curse, how to appear as other creatures, how to manipulate minds. It wasn't hard to trick dwarves into turning on each other. It is in the nature of life to do what it can to survive, to take what it needs to survive. And dwarves are superior 
Survivors, are they not? The fires of jealousy are easy to stoke when there's so much at stake. So yes, the dwarves turned on your grandfather, but it was he who brought the rot. It was he who let the hammer consume him and brought the other dwarven rulers to envy his tool and power. So basically you guys are just stealing back and forth from each other. More like I lent some things on loan and they were getting returned. Just like the hammer. Lend it on loan again. <laughs> you are a funny, funny little action figure. Not a doll action figure. Thank you. I'm glad you have a sense of humor about this. Erza, hands still on the hammer, is frozen in her spot. She wide-eyed stares at Anacra. No, 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 this, no, this is my family's hammer. It was a gift from the gods to help us fight your kind. It's ridiculous that you'd be the one who gave it to us. Why? What are you talking about? And Anacra smiles. It's okay, Erza. It's... No, it's not okay. My family is the reason why dwarves fell so hard and so far. Yes, that's exactly it. This one's getting it. Yeah. Right, collectible. 3,422. Yeah. Erta, look. It was never the hammer. I mean, you can have your place without the hammer. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Ten. Erza looks at you. You see in her eyes that she really does want to believe you. And you know that based on the fact that the last time you guys had a moment was just hours ago in the Creator Forge when you saw a change within her, one that instilled this belief that she knows it is through good action and intent that she will shape the world, not from the heritage that she inherits or any sort of magical items. It is her who has to act. She is the change. But you see her hands tighten around the hammer. And it looks almost like she is actively fighting back rage. Trying to keep herself from falling apart. I'm messaging to her as she's like paralyzed and gripping this hammer. It's a, it's a, it's a curse. I'm sorry. I know you thought it was a gift, but it's a curse. No, maybe maybe it is uh, a gift. Maybe it can, maybe it can be a gift. You know. Give me an insight check. Nine. As you look at Erza, she looks. I mean, you you have no idea how to get out of this situation, there, and you can tell that Erza doesn't necessarily have a plan either. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that she still. She wants this hammer. She really wants this hammer, and she really wants it to bring it back to her people. Can I put 
my hands on it like next to hers like where her hands are holding the handle of it i'm gonna put mine on the handle right next to hers give me a wisdom saving throw okay five and there ain't nothing i can do about it too i'll start with this erza gripping the hammer and erza's intent like the what you saw in her in her eyes as she's de- trying to deny this this curse and she's trying to still stick to the stories that she's known her whole life you recognize that she has attuned to this hammer that her like passion for it has allowed her to connect on a deeper level i'm azola's intention is to try and like lightly tug it away from her and as you put your hands on it you don't want to lightly tug it away from her you want to tear it out of her hands. This is your hammer. Give me a strength check. Okay. Athletics, rather. Right. 14. With a natural 5 plus her 12, Erza, with a 17, tears the hammer away from you. What are you doing? It's my family's! And you kind of, as you, like, are t- it's torn away from you, that feeling fades quickly, and you're kind of like... Whoa, what, like, what just, the fuck, what the fuck just came over me? Erza, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Anakra looming over the two of you. Funny little trick, isn't it, pale dwarf? Erza, your name was? How about this? I'll let the two of you walk out of here, unscathed, if you can let go of the hammer. And Erza looks at Anakra. And looks at you as if she's hoping you'll have something to convince her. I'll punch her in the face. Holy shit, roll an attack. <laughs> Get yourself together, Ed Salary! Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> 28, and as I deck her across the face for seven damage, uh, I'm going to try and provoke her yelling grab her grab her that's all you can do is grab just grab things come in and grab things that aren't yours she as you full deck her in the face she stumbles back and the moment her eyes whip back at you you already see that crackle of arcane energy and her skin begins to get flushed i need you to roll initiative oh my god noah we all knew it would come down to this, my friends. Did we? I certainly did. <laughs> oh, That's fun. why I made her wisdom pretty low. <laughs> Six. You actually, believe it or not, tied with initiative with her. Holy shit. Um, normally I'd go by decks, but since this is such an intense moment, let's just do a roll off. See who gets to act first. We both like meet in the middle, like struggling over the hammer for a second before yeah. we can break away and start. Oh man! All right, she rolled a twelve on her on her rollies. I rolled a six again. Okay, the moment she runs forward, you guys grab the hammer, kind of grappling it back and forth. She shoves you off, and then with a full swing, just brings the force of it down upon you. And she's gonna take two attacks, and she's also gonna go into a rage. Oh my god, this is fucked up. Can you roll a d eight for me? Yeah. Feels only fitting that you. <laughs> do yeah, this. fitting. I thought I was going to have a nice roommate situation for a second. Five. Five. <laughs> okay. 
Whenever a creature hits you with an attack roll before your rage ends, that creature takes 1d6 force damage as magic lashes out in okay. retribution. Now, that's not going to take into effect this turn, right. but as she runs for you and screams, there is a literal crackle of arcane energy that blasts off of her. She swings the hammer down, taking her two attacks, and she is going to go reckless. She's mad, folks. Remind me what that means. Going reckless means she rolls with advantage, but you get advantage on her. Oh, okay, cool. Let me just equip the Gerenstort, the Hoarder's Hammer, as it is known. Okay, two 16s. Very eerie, gang. We've rolled like 30 16s in the studio today between Crazy. the afterlife and this. Um, and an 18. So first one is going to be a 27 to hit and then a 29 to hit. Yeah, they both hit. Okay. Noah. <laughs> okay, Noah. First damage you take is 11, because the bonus two damage from her rage. And uh, an additional 11 damage as well, as she brings the hammer down. And you honestly do like manage to get your sword out in time to block it. But because of the way you block it, like your hands on the blade, she actually cracks into your fingers and you feel like like three of them crack Fuck as you like herself. throw your hand away. Um, and then the second one hits you in the stomach and sends you literally five feet back as you oh. the air gets knocked out of you um now it is your turn hold on this was not what i expected i was thinking about how to fight a dragon you have fucked me up here noah <laughs> you think i'd let you fight a knack girl you i'm have, not that mean you have fucked me up so much <laughs> this has eternally i'm gonna have lasting damage from this <laughs> the trust issues i am burying in you I'm gonna retaliate back at her, surging back at her with my sword. You're just like your grandfather. You can never let go of shit that's not even important. Give me an intimidation check as you rush forward with your blade. Okay. Eight. Okay. I'm just gonna slash once at her. Okay, just using one of your attacks on her. Uh, 28. 28 is gonna hit. Even my dice knowing I don't wanna hurt Erza rolled very, very low damage. And even when I re-rolled, they rolled low damage. That's 11 damage on her. And then you know what? I'm going to, instead of doing two attacks, I'm gonna do my war magic. I'm gonna cast a cantrip. Okay. I'm going to message her. Oh. And say, Erza, please, you've grown so much. You don't even need this anymore. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. And I'll say this, when you utter that first line about her grandfather, though you don't intimidate her, you do see like a crackle of the shame, the honestly shame. Like she is in such a rage and you know that behind that rage is not only this greed of this hammer, but the shame of you were right all along that the rumor could be true the story could be true and she would still have to live with that and define herself otherwise persuasion is 13 with advantage with a 13 as it comes back around to her turn you see that she pushes you off as you swing your blade into her send this message into her mind you see that she pulls back, readying the hammer, and the moment you finish what you're saying, she like pauses. And because of that, she is going to lose her turn. As she stops, and Anakra, what? What are you doing? Fight each other. Come on, just like I'm, I'm playing with my action figures, play. I, I turn to him. It's called a drama. <laughs> what? No, 
it is an action movie. Is it my turn again? Uh, it is your turn again. I'm going to lightning lure Erza into me. Okay, she's going to roll a strength check. She does, or strength save. She does get advantage on this. Okay. That's a natural 19. I'm going to give her a two on my portent. Oh my God. There is a future where you do see her muscles stretch and break. But as you focus, you know that you can get through to her. And as the crackling electric whip wraps around her, you feel her unable to move and you pull her into you and she is now like stumbling right up into your face for once a little bit shocked out of this rage. When I pull her in, uh, instead of taking any swings or anything, I'm just going to grab her face and like saying all of these mean things to her and like looking into her eyes and hoping that she knows that I mean the exact opposite. Like, it's exactly what they thought. All you can do is just look for lost things. You can never be a leader. You can never be a healer. You can never be gentle. You can never be greater than what they think of you. Yes, more of this. Uh, give me a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Back to the action. This is why I was going to let you live in the first place. Uh, 14. 14 is pretty damn good. As you bring her in and you grab her face, she's still holding onto the hammer, gripping it tightly, so tightly that even as her skin goes from that alabaster to that kind of purplish color, her knuckles are so gritted that they themselves stay white. Grab harder, Erza. Um, Hold onto it, don't let go. She loses another turn as you manage to get through. You imagine that if you get through, if you roll high enough on a persuasion check, she might be able to question the grip that this hammer has on her. That being said, you risk losing your turn. Right. And if you fail, she will certainly be attacking. Oh, and you do take, because you had attacked her. Yes, I take that damage. You take that damage. Uh, <laughs> two damage. <laughs> um, as like this blast of force into her. Um, but you hold strong, tense your muscles, and maintain that eye contact. It is your turn once more. I am going to detect thoughts on Erza. And okay. I will... Uh, is it that I can, can I probe deeper or no, that's another action. I'll, if you. I want to use my whole turn. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, you know, I know that mechanically you would have to use an action, but I think that it's like, you're not going in and casting detect thoughts. Like you're like psychically spiking into her mind. I'll let you in this moment, give me an arcana check okay. to see if you can kind of double down on okay. detect thoughts. Uh, 18. 18 is certainly enough. As you're like holding her face and you feel like she is, she's physically unable to let go of this hammer, but you do feel like her muscles are frozen in place. Like she's trying to do, like trying so hard to change her mind as you hold her there and you look her in the eyes. And as you do, it's it's similar to when you warg into Stilton. You and her eyes like both go white as you enter into her mind. She's gonna roll that wisdom save. That's a three. In the Detect Thoughts spell, it says that questions verbally directed at the target creature naturally shape the course of its thoughts. So the spell is particularly effective as part of an interrogation. I'm going to try and basically interrogate her into believing herself. I'm like, don't you think you're more than this, Erza? Don't you think that you could rule with just your fists? Haven't you been doing that? just with yourself and your shitty fake bag you don't need a hammer you're already a ruler give me a persuasion check with advantage ah. with advantage 
I'm not that cruel. <laughs> it's pretty epic. That's a 16. The Slowly DC, getting further and we, further. The DC for the wisdom save is DC 15, and therefore the persuasion check I had matched with a DC 15. She is now going to be able to resist this curse and perhaps master this hammer. Grab onto something good, Erza. She grits her teeth. It is her turn once more. She is going to roll a wisdom save okay. to try and resist the curse effect. Okay. That is a 15 exactly. Oh wow. my god. Dice Christ. Dice Christ is in the room today, <laughs> folks. I feel I feel their presence. I feel their presence. Their non-binary presence. <laughs> As you communicate, you essentially keeping up this charade that the two of you like are fighting and that you're berating her and bullying her, but communicating that th- this love, this confidence, this this bravery to stand up for herself and not rely on stories or weapons or anything from the past just knowing that she is enough and you watch as her eyes go from a like fury blind fury to a determined fury and she grips the hammer tighter but you see that possessive nature of it fade away as she has successfully controlled the greed of the hoarder's hammer And she will be able to use it as she likes, so long as she lets go of it at some point. But that is going to be her whole turn. Okay. And it is now going to be Anakra's legendary action. Got it. As he sees you, essentially, as you communicate this in her mind and her demeanor changes, she gives you a little nod and pushes you off. And the two of you like stumble back, taking up classic anime positions. Like you do that like, Lord's, the low sword stance. Um, and she's got her hammer like hoisted over her back. As the two of you look at each other, he goes, well, what are you waiting for? Kill each other. Come on, Erza, come at me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm beckoning at her. Come at me fast. We're going to have to run at each other. I agree. You're going to be running for your life in just a few seconds. You can't catch me. I can catch you for sure. Um, <laughs> are you going to use your movement to kind of get away from her a little bit? She, um, As you're like saying these lines, you see her eyes look towards the pillar. And you see that there's like something in her mind, like so- an idea has formed in her head as she f- completely takes control of this hammer. All right. Is it is it my turn? It is... Your turn. Oh, wait. It is his his legendary action. Correct. So he, seeing that you guys are kind of being like a little, you're now like kind of circling each other. Um, Erza kind of pushing forward a little bit, kind of as if kind of trying to get your back to one of the large pillars that's Mm -hmm. there. Anakra goes, no no more positive. Come on, fight. It's playtime. And he is going to... Essentially, because he's looking at you guys straight on, your Ertz to his left, you're to his right. He waves his massive wings and is trying to like collide the two of you together with this the force of the winds. Um, give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, that's an eight, but I'm going to use my <sighs> new fighter ability, Indomitable, and use my once a day reroll. Incredible. 17. 17 does not pass. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
the meanest I've ever been. But I it think, was higher, so I still feel good. Still worth it. Um, <laughs> as you uh, grit, and you, here's the thing. With a 17, I'll say that it's not like you goofily tumble into each other. You do, like, kind of hold onto your sword and are carried in the air towards Erza, who does pass her save. And you take a total of 15 damage as the two of you collide into each other. Erza um, only takes half. She got a natural 20 on her save. And also she only takes half because she's raging. So she took four damage. Um, Or wait, hasn't she not been attacking me for a few rounds? Um, you know what? You're right. She is not no longer in a rage. Sorry, Erza. Sorry, guys. Erza somehow, Erza looks to the screen and goes, really? Uh, (laughs) Breaks before the wall. I want the fans to that. Oh, they're furious at this point, I'm sure. (laughs) That is Anakar's legendary action. As the two of you have collided together in front of him, you are 30 feet from the pillar. And Erza is because you just had your detect thoughts turn. It mm-hmm. is now her turn. She looks at you and she's going to cast the message cantrip using her whole turn to do this. Okay. There is power in this hammer. Transmutation magic. I think I have a way out. Okay. You trust me? Yeah. Yeah, I trust you. Make your way towards the pillar. Okay. Um, okay, that is going to be her whole turn. Um, another legendary action from an Acra. Don't go standing there! <laughs> Just, this, this, is, this is a big nerd who's trying to have fun with his action figures and you are not playing. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm clambering back up uh, to my feet uh, where I fell when he flew me across the dunes. <laughs> um, I am going to look up at Erza and go, kill me if you can. I'm going to cast Expeditious Retreat. And I'll run towards the pillar. Okay. You begin to run towards the pillar. Anakra, using his legendary action, is going to try and block your path with his tail. I need you to give me... This is kind of an interesting moment, especially with you casting Expeditious Retreat. Let's roll kind of an initiative check. Okay. Who can get there first? Okay. You're looking to beat... I will roll his first, so that way we have a little precedent. His uh, dexterity is... Plus zero. He has a good deck save, but not a good dexterity. Here we go. He rolled a natural four. I rolled a natural five. Oh my god. And I don't add shit to that. Time slows. And you feel your eye, the red eye in your head, surge with pain. As it's like... You have such an understanding of battle and combat and killing and violence that you actually almost kind of connecting to that divination ability as well, foresee where he is going to be slamming his tail as it slowly comes down. And literally, you pause for a second and leap as his tail lands in front of you, placing a hand, somersaulting over it, landing on the other side, right in front of the pillar. Well, that was a dumb move. There's a pillar behind you now. You're trapped. Oh no, she's gonna kill me. That's right. I'm going to kill you. He thinks that you like are fucked. So he holds his legendary action um, as Erza charges towards you. Help me, Rumi. <laughs> this is too good. She might be a better action figure than you. I don't know, you know, like. And as he's like talking, Erza full on runs towards you collides into you as if she's going to slam you with her hammer into the stone and you watch as it flickers with that orange transmutation magic as she casts stone shape and the two of you go into the stone. Erza, 
Where the fuck are we? Did we die again? No, it's the hammer. I. It has. It has the ability to shape stone. It has the ability. It is. It is a dwarf stream. It, it, it makes so much sense why they would want it so badly. It is such a powerful item. Okay, we do need. We do need another plan, though. Yes, I actually, and we can't really, and you, uh, it is, the moment you guys enter in the stone, completely silent. Oh, okay. You cannot hear anything from outside the stone. Okay. It is literally <laughs> pure darkness, and you are surrounded in stone. And I will actually pull up the stone shape spell so that Please. I can tell you. Cause yeah, feel er- free to tell me if we can't talk also. <laughs> oh, you know, technically you shouldn't be able to, but you guys are both in the stone together. I think it makes sense that you can do this. Right. This is... This is a magic world game. Um, You touch a stone or object of medium size or smaller in a section of stone no more than five feet in any direction and form it into a shape that suits your purpose. So, for example, you can shape a large rock into a weapon, an idol, a coffer, make some small passage through a wall, so long as the wall is less than five feet thick. You can also shape a stone door or its frame to seal a door shut. What she has done here is literally create a little air pocket for you guys, like, in the stone. As she has shaped the wall. And then back around us again. So, you are in, like, a little tiny pocket you know that you don't have a lot of time it lasts forever but you know that you have limited air within this little pocket mm-hmm. all right so he's probably freaking the fuck out right now probably he's probably gonna try and crush the pillar i really think so but i think it might bring down his fucking cathedral too if we can get i hate to do this to so much beautiful treasure but if we can perhaps get to other pillars, maybe we can destabilize the area enough. You think you can keep doing that with the hammer? And she, she, it's, it's dark in here, you can't see, but you know that she is smiling. I know I can. You're gonna have to keep fighting me. Uh, it's at that moment you do feel a kind of rumbling noise um, as high above you, Anakra has cracked his tail into the pillar, shattering it. And you feel the whole space begins to shake a little bit as you guys like settle yourself in here. Ertsu goes, you ready? Yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass. All right, I'm gonna kick your ass as she (laughs) stone shapes once again and kind of like pushes you out the opposite side, essentially on the other side of the pillar to kind of hide you. Um, And you guys tumble out amongst the gold. You see that surrounding you are piles of cracked stone and you look back, you see that the pillar has essentially from like 10 feet above from you guys, that like five feet hole you entered into, it is just gone. (laughs) The the stone just shattered throughout the space. He goes, where are you? I need you to give me a stealth check. Okay. And Erza is gonna, I believe she has one more bardic. Um, she's gonna give you her last bardic. Okay. Erza got a 27 on her stealth. I got a 25 on my stealth. <sighs> passive perception is 26. I know. So close. Uh, I know, you I rolled guys... a six and, on the bardic and a 19 on my die. Oh, so close. Mm-hmm. You really did have to crit. I'm so, it's so brutal. Um, you both tumble out into the gold and it's one of those classic moments where you, because you were the one pushed down, you somersault backwards and you kick off of her as she kind of tumbles off of you in like this fluid motion. Um, and Anakra's head whips your way. My prize, my prize possession. Come, where is she? It's your guess. Your guess. I'm I'm running as if I'm looking for her, but I'm really running towards Towards the the next next pillar. pillar. Um, So Erza is going to use her whole turn as well to dash towards the next pillar. Come out, come out wherever you are, Erza. (laughs) She's giggling to herself. Um, Okay, he is going to roll. He's going to use his legendary action to detect the dragon makes a perception check. 
He has to beat a 27, and he gets... It's a plus 16 to this. He has to roll, I think, an 11 or higher. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's 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 to about... To meet a 27. It's a 60-40 chance. You know, he, it's in his favor, but it's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll have you roll this. Give me a d20 roll. Okay. Let's let's get out the giant Keegan die. Yes. Oh, my God. Which the giant is red aptly Keegan red. Die, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Fire oh, wow. dice. 10! Oh my god! Yes! Oh, Father, no one escapes my collection. Look harder! Um, he begins to kind of like move around. You see he flaps his wing and takes up, kind of getting an aerial position. What kind of collector is this guy? The ruby in his throat glowing ever brighter as you see like fumes begin to form in his mouth. You are a bit worried that he might just start blasting his treasure, though you know that... So long, he may not want to damage everything. He does love it a lot. Mm-hmm. That was his legendary action. It is now your turn as we are back in initiative. Okay. I uh, expeditious retreat, dashing to try and get to the next pillar. You With a full, with that, that's 90 feet. You fully make it to the next major pillar that is keeping like the ceiling as stabilized. And I'm going to second win too while I have a have a free bonus action. <laughs> you do. And as you take a breath, um, Anakra is going to do another perception check. Would you, do you mind rolling this for me as well? He's still looking for Erza. I got back 10 hit points. Excellent. I rolled a one on the die. This keeps keeps fucking happening. To <laughs> I know, it's but really I have plus fair. nine at least now, so like that's a little guaranteed. Better. Ten hit points is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Two. With her previous stealth check, because it hasn't been her turn yet, she hasn't had to move. That is not enough. I'm gonna find you, pale dwarf. Your ancestor couldn't resist that hammer. You'll never be able to leave this place. Wait, wait, wait. You're probably really scaring her. She's not gonna come out and fight me while you're being so intense. You're right, I am incredibly intense. Just back up a step or something. Like, <sighs> let us do this. If you want to watch a battle, let's do this. It's hard to battle when there's a dragon chasing you. It's so hard not to participate. It looks so fun. <laughs> um, now it is her turn. She is going to come out of hiding. For my ancestor, who I definitely still respect. Uh, she dies Mine into too. You. Holding up uh, my tusk. <laughs> uh, and the two of you collide as she again tackles you and goes into the pillar. You find yourself once again in a small, dark little chamber as she seals it up behind you. This is starting to get fun. It is kind of fun. Honestly, it seems like uh, Gangren made this hammer a little tricky even for Anakra. Hey, um, quick question. Where the fuck is Frigidich? Um, well, if we go by our timing, right? We were gone for probably like two hours this, this plane's time. We were, we left a little after n- noon and she said she was going to do a nightfall, so... Maybe an hour or so away, maybe more. Okay, I guess we can't really count on her. Maybe she'll come early? Maybe. She didn't seem super punctual. She also kind of made that plan before we fucked her over, shot her in the ass, and left, so maybe she'll change her mind? You're right, you're right. All right, let's actually roll a luck check. Okay. Uh, Can you roll a d20 for me? Yeah. 11 or higher, she may have moved up her invasion. Okay. The gummy die? <laughs> yeah, because this one's icy blue, so I figure the blue and red die can be the Anacron Frigidish die. I'm having fun over here. These are my action figures. Eight. Oh, I was desperately trying to manifest a higher <laughs> roll. You imagine that her invasion might be a little far off. 
Um, it's possible, like, once you exit here that you could, like, hide in the city and use mm-hmm. it as cover. At least, maybe, if she comes after we do, he'll have a lot of cleanup on his hands and won't be able to, you know, chase us out as we exit. A brilliant plan. As you hear, <laughs> and this time... It's a little bit too close for comfort as the top literally from like probably a foot above your head cracks off and you are going looking at the open sky <laughs> of this, this chamber um, and stone <laughs> tumbles and scatters throughout the space. Uh, Erza goes, all right, um, and stone shape pushes you out once again. This is a beautiful hammer. It makes sense that my ancestor would use it and be bound to it as I am still. That is going to be her turn. Anacra sees that you both are fighting. Give me a persu- give me a deception check okay. to see if you can keep the charade, essentially keep him from using legendary actions. Okay. On guard, mangy dwarf. All right, keep it a little more civil. Um, seven. <laughs> <laughs> she she leans forward to me. That one actually hurt. That was a little. Me- oh, the grabber thing was painful. This is. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, trying please. to. This is a dragon here. So. <laughs> As you kind of settle, tumbling onto the ground, again, it's a scenario where you and Erza are kind of like, she's like pinned you with the hammer, but she's obviously like not really holding it against you. Um, between the fake banter you're giving and the fact that you guys have twice dove into pillars, Anakra suddenly realizes, oh, and he looks at the hammer and he looks at Erza. Perhaps you were. A little bit stronger than your ancestor. But not strong enough to be free of my collection. He's going to use a legendary action. Understandable. He is going to make a tail attack on the two of you and try and just send you fucking flying. Um, It's a natural 12 plus 17. That is a 29 to hit. And I'm going to say that because of how he's swinging, he's actually going to go for Erza on this one. So you watch as it cracks her in the stomach and sends her flying. She is not in a rage right now, so she's gonna take the max damage on this. Mm-hmm. 21 damage to Erza um, as she poof, poof, tumbles. She's now 30 feet away from you um, as he goes, it was fun while it lasted, but perhaps you'll make interesting statues as you watch as the gem in his throat begins to glow and frosty breath begins to kind of replace the billowing smoke as he tends to try to freeze you um but that is his action it is now your turn zola you care so much about your collection yeah of course it is is everything to me then watch it burn and I'm going to slam my tusk down and release my absorb elements fire and try and like melt the dune of coins around me. Okay. Give me an arcana check. Okay, I wanna see if I can let it out in like a fireball type rage. Fireball is a third level spell, so it's a DC 13 to kind of shape this in a way that is going to be useful to you. And I'll say that you guys had tumbled out probably between two pillars so are you trying to just aim for treasure or are you trying to like aim for a pillar because mm. i'll let you if you roll high enough i'll let you direct the fireball as opposed to just like instead of it just being like burning everything around okay you, yeah you can kind if of... i can get a pillar but if not i'm hoping to at least like distract him momentarily so he's like no so that we can maybe make a run for okay it. okay uh i have a plus four to this so you said a 13 so i have to roll nine or higher nine or higher 
I don't. You slam the tusks down and there's a <laughs> eruption of flame around you, your eye searing with it as you feel your bloodline begin to boil slightly. You see, as the flames clear, all around you, similar to the nest of Anacra, the gold and jewels have been melted and kind of formed up as if they had flash froze like a wave um, around you. And you see Anacra goes, My collection! He looks very mad. I will let you roll an intimidation check. Okay. DC 15 to make him so fucking angry that he just lashes out chaotically as right. opposed to targeting one or both of you. Okay, I'm hoping to give like Erza a second. So if he latches onto me that it is what it is. Nat one, baby. The good news is that you certainly have drawn his attention away from Erza, which when it comes to your escape and her ability now to shape stone to kind of find little hidey holes for you is good. What's not good is that he turns his head towards you and blows out this, this cone of icy cold sleet and snow. You feel your body begin to freeze up. Give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. DC 24. Okay, I have plus eight to this, so I have to roll a 16 or higher. Correct. 13. Had to use the dice roller for this one. You take 116 cold damage. As you feel your body lock up, your skin become immediately frostbitten. You feel the only heat in your body is your burning red eye that keeps you glaring him down as this snow and frost settles around you. Are you still standing? I pop back up at one. The exact same thing that happened when Frigidich did this to me. Having practiced now, I feel the heat in my eye expand and start to melt the ice off of my face. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Eleven. You feel the fury of your bloodline pop you back up as your eye sears with anger and you almost black out as your vision goes red and you are entering into your furious bloodline. It seems like it has been imposed upon you, but at this point, Zola does not care. I'll say this. You still have the intent of what you want to do, so I will allow you to continue your exit plan. You are going to be in a bit of a frenzy, so when you come out of it, you still run the risk of what happened before. Right, so I can't cast spells. You cannot cast but spells. But I have, my movement is extended by 10 feet. I have advantage on strength checks. So my expedition's retreat ends, right? Yes, it does end. You do, now your but speed is, plus yeah. So my plus. speed is 40 now. Yeah, and your dash is going to be 80. Okay. So not bad, it's still pretty close. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that you notice here, mechanically, and though this doesn't matter a crazy amount because you're really close to low health, you gain resistance to all damage mm -hmm. instead of just bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Oh, shit. You're at hit one hit point, so <laughs> unless he deals one hit I point of damage stronger, to you. I feel stronger, but awful. But also terrible. Um, okay, 
Ertz's turn once more. As he sees you standing there, he blinks. Wow, I really thought I got you on that one. Just stay right there, stay right there. You're a perfect statue right there. Don't move. Don't move. And you see Erza ah, running forward is going to tackle you again into some stone. Um, she's, first of all, going to go into a rage. She rolls a five again, is going to deal force damage if someone hits her. Um, as you turn towards her, you do feel an urge to swing out at her. But she connects with you fast enough that as you guys tumble in and she casts stone shape once again, you fade into the stone. I'm wrestling with her in there. You like punch her up against the wall and she goes, jeez, ah! just calm down, calm down, I'm on your side. Um, but you are kind of consumed with this fury. Zola, Zola. That is going to be now Anakra's legendary action. You know exactly what he's gonna do. I need you to give me a luck check as he's gonna take a swing at the pillar and you're just hoping that he's gonna connect with a part that you guys aren't Are not in. in. Higher than our heads. Just a, even just a little higher will spare you a lot. You're looking for an 11 or higher. This really is the thing where I, <laughs> I live or die. Okay. 16. The stone cracks above you. You feel the room rumble as you guys are hiding in this pocket. Hold yourself together. I'm gonna fucking kill him. We'll, we'll come back for that. We'll come back. As she, again, stone shapes, you guys tumble out. You have at this point managed to navigate yourself within 90 feet of the door. This means that for you, you are incredibly close. But whether or not you will make it before he gets to attack more time is up for debate. Yeah. He sees that you guys are, at this point, out of his range, actually. So he's just gonna use a legendary action to, like, take off. And essentially he uses his wing attack, which uses um, both his legendary actions, two of his legendary actions to take off. You see a shower of gold sparkling through the air as if it were some sort of Golden rain. I just realized that kind of sounds like mm -hmm. a golden shower. Yeah. Take this golden shower. <laughs> My final what? attack. What, man? You pervert. Um, as you guys bolt out of the pillar, he rages towards you, looking to try and cut you off as you're going to head towards this tunnel. Now it is going to be, it's now going to be your turn once more. I'm ready. Here's what I do. As my action, I have advantage on strength checks. I grab Erza and for a second she thinks I'm about to fucking like bite her cheek or something. Remember and I'm friends. going to hurl her towards the entrance. Whoa, give me, this is 90 feet. Give me an athletics check. You have advantage. I'm gonna say it's a DC 25. Okay, I'm trying to at least throw her to at where like my next turn wouldn't like leave her behind like I don't want for me to run and for her to be way behind me I'm like gonna run and throw her in front of me but I'm gonna use my action surge to run okay I will say this yes you are gonna be able to I mean obviously you can't throw her 90 feet but you certainly can throw her a distance that would make it so that with an action dash she can easily she make, make it, it. she okay. wouldn't have made it she has currently just with her own movement yeah she has 35 speeds the fastest she can go is 75 feet so with this you'll essentially give her that extra like 25, to 25 or whatever okay. to get her there okay so here we go athletic check okay okay you know you gave me a pep talk is it do you need a pep talk is this one of those moments think positively it's the best advice i got 27 27 just does it my friend Whoa! she is tossed through the air 
as she's still in the air, I'm action surging and dashing. You, and, and honestly, as if there's still a trace of that expeditious retreat on you, you, and it's almost like in an anime where you like flicker out of existence for a moment as you like tear through the gold, just charging a full 80 feet as you run towards the opening. Anacra roars in fury as he sees the two of you. It is now his official turn, now that you've gone. Um, I'm gonna roll d6 to see if he gets his breath weapon back. That is a one, he does not get it back. Um, Thank the Lord. I'm gonna say that because of he was trying to cut you off, he wouldn't have been within range to get an opportunity attack on you when you ran. So he essentially, as you're like running, he meets you at the location, kind of landing in between like the two of you, twisting his head towards you. You see the evoker stone glowing within his jaw as he like opens his mouth. And you see it is, it looks like, give me a medicine check. Okay. And in this moment, I'll give you advantage because Ertz is with you too as, as you like, she like stumbles up and is like, good throw, oh my God. As he <laughs> fucking <laughs> roars flying towards you. I do have proficiency in this as well. Not 20, so a 24. You look at the evoker stone in his mouth, kind of again, your, your Sharingan eye, your red burning eye, like slowing the battle time as you like in your fury snarl and look him in the eye. And you see that stone is stuck in his throat. He's not put, he didn't put it there. He didn't go like, I will keep it here and it'll change my breath. He tore the stone off her head and swallowed it in essentially just greedy consumption. And in the process, it just got stuck in his throat and is definitely why he has this kind of lisp to his voice. It's because it's interrupting his massive tongue as he's like, well, you're not getting away. <laughs> See, the, the jam is like clearly embedded in there. He's some Colgate, dude. What are you talking about? I always talk like this. You'll gargle? <laughs> what, what? No, I already gargle. Why would I do that? It is his turn. He is going to launch into some attacks on the two of you. He's gonna focus his fury on Erza primarily because although he knows that you've been tricking him, he, he sees her with the hammer mm -hmm. and you see this king of greed cares most about the fact that you two entering his lair was like a net gain, right? It was like mm -hmm. a two free presents, two little statues that I can play with sometimes. A little sometime. game. Little game. You taking something from his lair, he's like, no, 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 that's mine. Mm -hmm. So he is literally just lurching forward. He goes to snap at her with his jaws. With a natural three, he's still going to hit. That's a dirty 20. Mm -hmm. It's a plus 17. Um, I'm gonna just scroll his other attacks now. As he bites into her, she goes, ah! He picks her up and then as if he's like a cat playing with her, he bats her in the air and then bats her to the ground with two more attacks. It's a natural 18, a natural 11. All of those attacks Oof. are going to hit. Um, he is going to deal 47 damage plus an additional 46 because being in his mouth, she is going to take cold damage because that's the most recent breath he has used. 11 more cold damage that does not get halved. But he takes her damage too, right? Yep. Oh, you're right. Give me, give me three d six. Every time he hits her, she takes damage. 
He takes 12 damage. That's pretty fucking good. He should be hurt, right? <laughs> um, he goes, oh! As he bites down on her, there's a surge of magic. One of his teeth cracks a little bit. No! The draconic dentist is so expensive! Um, I refuse to pay! I will be all out of pocket! I don't have insurance! Um, okay, so she is at 48 out of 127 hit points okay. after that one round. She's doing better than me. The hoarder's hammer gives her boost to her constitution, therefore okay. making her a little hardier. But Erza looks hurt as she <laughs> cracks into the ground. You see blood splatter out of her mouth. She's gasping for breath as she kind of pulls herself to her feet. Positioning-wise, Anacra looms between you and the exit. You and Erza standing below him. Give me a perception check. Sight? Sight. 14. You look at this tunnel, your battle raging mind analyzing quickly. You look at Anacra. He might be a little too big for this tunnel. He might have to use the plane of fire as an exit because of how big he's gotten over his many, many years. It will certainly impede his movement enough that he's not going to be able to full speed chase you out of here. Okay. That was his turn. And I think that means it is now going to be Erza's turn because she came first in initiative before you. She pulls herself up, looks him in the eye, the two of you facing him down, this this 120-foot monstrosity, essentially his tail kind of <laughs> swagging down the hall a little bit, kind of something you're going to have to leap over as you exit. She looks at him. We are not defined by our enemies. We are not defined by our heritage. We are not defined by our weapons. We are defined by ourselves. Because you guys are close enough to it now, she is going to turn to you. She is going to cast Cure Wounds on you at a third level. Coming out of her rage as a bonus action. Thank you, Erza. Not great. I'm so sorry. It's okay. That's going to be... Hit points or hit points? 12 hit points. Okay. Love it. I'm at 13 instead of one. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> and then she is just going to barrel forward, running straight under through his legs. Straight through his legs. And risk the opportunity attack. It's always through the legs. Always through the legs! That is still going to hit her. <laughs> what are you doing? He he flattens himself. And, oh, she kind of gets crushed as she tries to run through. Um, I'll say that that's a claw attack. Yikes. 11 plus 10. That's 21 more damage to her. Okay. Uh, not half because she is out of her rage. Right. Give me a perception check. Based on sight again? This is based on sight. 19. Looking at the space, looking at all of the chaos that has been going on here, you're essentially, again, you're facing towards your exit, but you look left and you see the three major pillars that you've destroyed. You hear cracks kind of spidering through the space a little bit. It's not going to collapse right now. But you think that with one big hit, it could. Where Erza's got like pinned down by him, seeing him blocking my exit. I go, Erza, he's right. Escape is futile for him. I'm going to take the rifle from where it is at my hip 
aim at a pillar and <laughs> fire at it. Okay, roll a d20. Go ahead and roll your attack. <laughs> Do you have any portents left? No, No, right? <laughs> I used my 20 and my 2. Okay. Come on, come on. 21! The AC of bare stone is 20. <laughs> now... Roll your damage. Okay. Because the space is destabilized, but you'll have to deal a certain amount in order to crack. Like, essentially think of it like this. Cracks are definitely spreading through the space. You know that there's so much treasure in here that, like, it's... Could be holding up, like, it's like joints against the base of the pillar. (laughs) Exactly. but And it also works in the opposite in the sense that there's so much weight going on Mm -hmm. that, like, especially with how much you've disturbed... The risk of a crack has grown significantly thanks to the number of major pillars you've destroyed. This is 2d10 plus 3. It's 14 damage. The shot rings out. The bullet cracks into the stone and blasts some of the rock. And there's a... But it does not break. I would let you use your tusk in some capacity because that was only one attack, but reloading this weapon would take another, it would be the rest of your, your turn. Right. That was really sick. Erza <laughs> says that she pulls herself from, from underneath him. I thought it would bring the whole thing down. Don't worry, I can do something too. So if there's nothing else on your turn, it will be Anakra's legendary action next. Yeah, I'm frantically reloading my like adrenaline racing through my body. I'm shaking as I try and like... You know, the, like, phantom bullet that appears, like, put it back inside the chamber. Yes, it is, like, it's, like, a little arcane energy that, like, sparks off that you could, you have to, like, re-kind of apply. And as you kind of... Oh, this fucking thing works. It, like, vibrates with arcane power. An interesting collectible. My, you are full of surprises. Are you interested in it? We can talk. It's a little late for talking. It is a new round. He's going to use two legendary actions to use his wing attack. He flaps his wings. He's just trying to kind of get up above you guys. Which means Erza will have an attack of opportunity on him, but first roll a dexterity saving throw. Caught. 16. 16 is going to fail, um, as does Erza. The two of you are tossed. Erza is essentially launched into one of the walls that is, if you're looking at it, to the left of the only exit. She cracks into it, kind of tumbles into the ground. She takes... She takes 18 damage, looking incredibly hurt, bruised and bleeding. She pulls herself up as you two are launched and you find yourself cracking your back into the pillar that you just shot with your gun. Uh, As you tumble to the ground, gasping in front of it, you see Anakra kind of floating above the two of you. Gonna roll a d6, see if he gets his thing back. Do I take damage too? Um, You do take damage. You take the, um, let me just, I'll roll. It was 18, right? But I have it? Yes, 18, but half, so nine. Okay, I'm still up. I have four hit points. Okay. Um, That was his legendary action. On his turn, he will get his breath weapon back. Oh, fuck. But who he targets is up for debate. Mm -hmm. Let me just quickly look at something. Oh, Erza gets her attack of opportunity on him. (laughs) Natural 20. Yes, Erza, crit on a dragon. Crit on a dragon. You're not going to take her. (laughs) Hits with the hammer um, on her attack of opportunity. 1d10. Can 
Just slice Nine. off the tip of his tail. That's a 16 t- for her damage. Oh, wait, I get to roll again. That's a max damage on the second roll. Yeah. She deals a total of 26 damage to him. He looks relatively fine. Um, <laughs> as she uh, slams, he goes, Ugh! Oh, jeez. <laughs> that hurt just a little bit. Um, as he kind of flies above the two of you. Erza, um, not in a rage, looks at him, looks at you. We've got to get out of here. No matter what, you need to leave. Okay, I have one more ditch plan. As you say that, Anakra turns towards her. <sighs> it's a shame. You would have made a wonderful collectible. Wait! Wait! I'll give you something in exchange for the hammer. A better thing. A weapon from a god. He... <laughs> As you can tell that there's like... You see in his mouth... Droplets of acid begin to kind of foam and bubble out as he's somehow changed his breath once again. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Shaking with fury, I'm holding the tusk up at him, almost like a threat, but like he could grab it right out of my hands. (sighs) He swallows the acid as he looks to you to see if it's worth any of his interest. I'll say DC 15. Okay, this is a... Uh, persuasion. persuasion check okay. with advantage. The sword. Groomsh plucked it from his very maw and threw it down to the mortal plane. But it still holds the power of a god. 16 minus 1, 15. 15. <sighs> he turns his attention away from Eritza, who you see, despite all of her resolve, definitely was fully ready to die there as he turns his attention to you. <laughs> Looking down. We kind of have a tight bond, so you might have to physically take it from me. What is it? It looks familiar. Groomsha's tusk. The weapon of my people. Give her to hers and I'll give you mine. I'm not very interested in trading. Hmm. He thinks for a moment. Do you fully want to sacrifice the sword? I I don't know if my Fury's bloodline will like let me necessarily let go of it, because I know I because it's my Eldritch weapon, I can't be incapacitated of it. But if, oh shit! But if my fierce bloodline will allow me, I want to try and like slowly ungrip my hands and let it fall at his feet. Like I'm fully giving it up. Give me just an opposed athletics check. Okay. Um, he obviously he's incredibly strong, so he most likely would win this. But yeah. you do feel like you can't let go of this weapon, yeah. especially in this state. Twenty-three. Natural one for an 11. As he, literally, his whole claw covers it and he begins to pull and you plant your feet without even realizing it and you, and you, and he goes, Come on, take it already. I'm offering it to you. He uses his whole turn to fully try and get this from you. Erza looks at you and is her jaw is on the fucking floor as you have 
held your strength toe-to-toe -to -toe with a fucking dragon, an ancient red dragon. Oh my fucking god. Did you want it to add it to your collection or not? Erza, seeing that you have his attention, grips her hammer. It is her turn once more. She charges forward as he is still wrestling with you. He goes, Ugh. and you see she once again dives, tackling you and stone shaping into this final pillar behind you. As you guys enter into the space, she is like gripping you by your lapel as you're like <laughs> still gripping your tusk. <laughs> I said it before and I'll say it again. You are a hero and perhaps the bravest person I've ever met in my entire life. I want to punch a wall so bad. Well, I think he's going to do that for you. <laughs> as the hammer, as it cracks in, give me another luck check. Okay. Again, we're looking for an 11 or higher. 19. The rocks are scattered as his tail cracks the pillar. I know you're in there. You are... <laughs> It is your turn. The pillar is open by the cracking and give me a perception check. Okay. Sight? Uh, no, this is hearing. Okay. I would say this is actually a, a touch. A feeling, okay. Uh, 14. You feel a subtle rumble growing. You look and see where the pillar has been like cracked and torn from the ceiling above. Spikes begin to spider through it as he bears down upon you both. You thought you could escape. Literally just looking down into this pillar where the two of you are like clutching each other. You've like, let me at him, trying to like tear free of her. She goes, well, I think we did a pretty good job considering. And you watch as the <laughs> ceiling cracks. <laughs> Stone begins to descend. The ground shaking uncontrollably. You realize that and you remember, Lavastrum sits literally atop of this massive magma chamber. And as there are cracks forming and he goes, what? No, no, no. As he begins to like scream out in anger, uh, rocks raining down around you, you begin to hear the screams of draconic forces as the ground begins to fall out from underneath them. Did I mention there might have been a little civil unrest going on, too? You kind of got a lot on your plate. Uh, you and Erza, his his attention is drawn away from you. Erza literally grabs you and, like, pulls you up, like, pushes you upward so you can climb out of the hole. The two of you climb out. Anakra is currently distracted. Give me... Here's what we're going to do. He's going to roll a perception check with disadvantage. You are you are going to roll a stealth check with advantage um, as you and Erza begin to run towards the exit. The and the rocks are <laughs> falling down around you. Erza got a 28 on her stealth. I got a 19. 19. That's very, very good. He is going to roll his perception check. Gets a 16 to this. He needs a 3 or higher. Why don't you roll it on the big red die? Yeah. Come on, baby. Now on that one. Five, fuck. Oh, so close. He turns and barrels towards you as rocks begin to fall. Everybody is going to roll a dexterity saving throw. Mm -hmm. This might actually be your saving grace. Mm -hmm. Erza rolls. 
That could be what kills me. She gets a natural 20. I got a 10. With her natural 20 and his natural 6 plus his dex save, which is plus 7, 13. He barrels towards you. Erza and you rushing forward, um, helping each other kind of stumble over the gold as he literally dives for the hole that you guys rush into, just avoiding the stones. One of them would have clipped you, but with a nat 20, Erza covers you and you dive in. She's gonna take the damage. 27 damage. She had 30 hit points. Oh my god. And she had to come out of her rage to cast Stone Shape, so she takes the full damage as you and her tumble into this tunnel, Anakra snapping his teeth at you. He does take that damage as the cavern begins to rain inward. You to rush into the tunnels. Zola is stumbling after Erza, just like glancing back, like wondering if she's doing the right thing by like leaving him with this item. Erza, like as she like hits you on the shoulder to give you long stride and goes, not every problem has to be your problem. And the two of you begin to run. She pulls you along with her. He goes, no, wait. He is going to have to use um, his full movement to pull. What is your dash now? You have plus 10, plus 10 because of your... Yeah, so it's four. Uh, so it's 80 is my dash. Because you already had 30 speed, you got your 10 because of this rage, plus the 10 because of long strider. So that means your full okay, dash is 100. So it's 100. And Erza's is going to be 70. Anakra's speed, because he cannot use his wings in here, mm-hmm. is 40 feet. So double is 80 feet. He can only truly catch up to Erza. As you guys begin to run through this tunnel, and you see... As you like entered into this, it is dimly lit by these like channels of magma. It is steaming hot in here. You're immediately like you're sweat. You've been sweating this whole time, but there is no reprieve from exiting his chamber as you guys begin to charge up this kind of curving tunnel that seems to almost you imagine spiral based on how it's going. Him kind of chasing after you. You are picking up speed and ahead, but you think that you risk losing Erza even as her dash. It looks like by his next turn, he will definitely catch up and be able to attack her. Herza, do you trust me? I've got nothing else left. Jump in your fucking bag. Oh, disgusting. It's it's finally time for me to admit it's a fake. Um, She's going (laughs) to use her action, acknowledging that it is a fake. And she takes her bag, flips it over, and then just pulls it over her head. <laughs> I grab the handle, like, as I'm pulling it along in hair. She's just getting smaller, disappearing into it. Oh, my God. Okay, another round passes. You managed to move your full 100 feet. He was 20 feet behind you at the end of his last turn, so he cannot take an opportunity attack. Um, or Actually, let's see if he can. Let's see what his range is. His range on his tail is 20 feet, but there's not... He would have to turn his whole body around to get right. his tail towards you. 15 feet is his range. You are literally... His t- his claws slicing out at you. Literally, you feel like as you're running, you feel... And you feel the back of your head. And it seems like an acro might have given you a little haircut. My hair! <laughs> as you snarling, you keep running. Um, He is going to keep pursuing you. Give me... An athletics check. Okay. Since I am in my fierce bloodline still, 
advantage. 29. I'm full screaming, barreling down the tunnel with <laughs> with a little clutch bag on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly tattered. <laughs> um, okay, so this, this athletics check is you're charging like straight up a kind of curved path. You automatically are beating him speed-wise. This is kind of like endurance slash are you going to be able to pull ahead to buy yourself like rounds of time, so mm -hmm. to speak? Um, it's a natural 20. Fucking you, He is hot on your fucking heels as you charge up this hill, um, running as fast as you can, curving around the corners. So Frigidich has not launched her attack yet. That is for sure. You know that it's probably a little bit away. Is Am I still, has more than a minute passed? For your Furious Bloodline? Mm -hmm. In rounds, maybe, but it doesn't seem like you're able to fade out of it. Okay. If you would like to, you can roll another Wisdom saving throw. I'll say that it is kind of, it is your turn. We're semi out of initiative because Erza has jumped in the bag and he's just chasing. That's probably the moment when Zola is like, she was probably holding on to that, like making sure that it didn't fade where she could hurt Erza. And now that Erza is gone, Zola is probably thinking a little bit more calculatedly, thinking like, I need to get away. I need a plan. Like I can't just run and beast my way through this forever. Okay. Um, give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Noah, real quickly look at the dice. What was that? Oh my God. It's, what a, is, nat, it's a nat 20, guys. What do you add to your wisdom? <laughs> no. I gotta ask. I, gotta I ask. mean, it's a saving throw, right? Yeah, it is. I, I think it's zero, but I'll, I'll double check for you. Just double check. I just want to check. Just pulling up the, the stats I have. It's a zero, gang. Rushing up this curved stone path, ignoring the flows of lava that heat the air and sear your skin, ignoring the, the snapping jaws of this massive, monstrous red dragon behind you, you take a deep breath, and with a natural 20, which is exactly what you need with your plus zero to wisdom, you manage to come out of your furious bloodline. With Anakra chasing after me, I look behind him, and feeling like a cold, cool calm wash over me, I drop the tusk and keep running in the hopes that he will stop to look at it. Oh my god. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. 18. <laughs> he sees you look back calm in your eyes as you toss the blade at his feet. Now, if he were knowledgeable of your abilities, maybe he would be a little bit doubtful of this gift. But, greedy as ever, knowing his horde is currently in danger and he shouldn't stray far anyways, he pulls to a halt, his eyes immediately fixated on this incredible, powerful weapon. It's beautiful. First edition. As he begins to sniff it as you <laughs> begin to keep running and you escape as he focuses his attention on that. The rumbling is still going through, by the way, as I, you keep going upwards. I upend the bag and let Erza tumble out once it seems <laughs> that he's stopped. He, she looks back as you guys keep, like, you know, she stumble, you help her to her feet. I grab she her looks hands. back over her shoulder and she sees him sniffing and, like, pawing at the. You gave up the tusk? Keep running. You grab her and pull her along as you guys keep running the, the cracks and you actually see now, like, 
some stone begins to fall. There is a strong chance that this whole area is going to fucking collapse as you guys rush up and keep running until you see the light at the end of the tunnel. As you begin to grow accustomed to that light, you see the city of Lavastrum. You see this beautiful, though perhaps ruined, city. Flows of magma kind of lining the inside of the entire crater, spiraling around it, being led into channels that work into these burning forges. There are thousands of kobolds and dragonborn rushing around these ancient dwarven structures as you watch they begin to crumble and fall into the ground the ceiling of anacris hordes crumbling beneath it um screams of horror throughout the entire city erza looks to you we really really warmed him up for frigidit she's gonna be able to kick some ass here i think how are we gonna get out of here um she make a perception check okay sight Yes, this is based on sight. And Erza will do the same. Oh, I rolled double threes, so sevens. Erza rolled a 15. Uh, with a 15, she looks through the city. All right, um, obviously one exit is upwards. Um, <laughs> she looks up towards the crater into the like what, the smoky and swirling snowy sky. Um, and she goes, um, and then she scans through the cr- like the city as people are screaming in panic, roars of Anacra from deep below as he like clearly has gone back to his horde and is seeing the rocks tumbling. And she looks through the city. Okay, there. Um, pointing out that amongst the many channels of lava that are kind of spiraling through the city, there are a number of holes cut into the walls. Perhaps old mine shafts that her people have used that have been adopted as the various exits of this city for the people of the Chromatica. What would you like to do? It's probably about, if we're going to measure it in rounds, 10 rounds ahead of you. Okay. Or we could go up and like how high is like the broken cave and ceiling it's uh pats her clothing i don't have anything that flies you got anything that flies i got something that climbs that'll work okay i am going to go <laughs> my turn and start putting my foot in the bag and cast spider climb on Erza. oh my goodness what does it look like when you cast spider climb um, I grab her and physically push her. I'm like, no time to waste. You don't have time to transform. I push her against the uh, thing. She just notices that her hands are now sticky. Uh, oh, I know this one. Um, I'm clambering in, putting the bag on her shoulder. She just, whoa, she like crawling. And everything goes dark. I'm going to roll one stealth check. Okay. And then I will roll a perception check with advantage for the various guards of this city. For sure. Actually, you know what? You roll the stealth check. Erza adds 10 to this. Okay. And I'll roll a perception. 29. They rolled a natural 19. Plus their perception does not beat a 29. I also rolled a natural 19. Oh, my dueling 19. But Erza is just a sneaky hoe. You slide into the bag, everything goes to darkness. You find yourself floating in a void. You're familiar with this before. You see various items floating around around you, a bunch of gold, some like fun little trinkets, some little family heirlooms, it looks like. Little kind of, you know, see like a little portrait of her grandmama in like this small little locket. You see that she 
holds it a little too close to her heart. She doesn't like let it out in the open. She keeps it in her bag most of the time. And you're floating there for one minute, two minutes, three minutes. You're getting a little nervous. I mean, it's possible that you could still be in the bag and she might have fallen. She could have been taken down. Five minutes, six minutes. Maybe she's taking her time. Seven minutes, eight minutes, nine minutes. And just as you think you're about to run out of air, you tumble out of the bag into rock and snow, and you turn, you are at the peak of Deathmonger's Den, on the ridge of this caldera. The snow is swirling around you, and like it builds up slightly and then melts away in the extreme heat of Lavastrum and Avarici as a whole, um, as she... <sighs> Gasping there um, has managed to make it up to the very, very top. She looks at you, hammer slung over her shoulder. I can't believe we did it. You want to hear a dragon get really mad? God damn, I do. I summon the tusk back into my hand. Her eyes wide, her jaw drops. There's a beat of silence as, again, like you've, you look back towards the crater as soon as you like summon it in your hand you look down towards the crater you see that at this point the damage has been done there is a massive hole in the center of this city and you can now see into the massive chamber that is anacra's horde you see that stone is littering the entire city many buildings have collapsed you see kobolds and dragonborns little specks far below you scrambling to help those who have been hurt or to just even just run in terror of whatever just happened and then you hear (laughs) you summon the tusk back into your hands standing upon this peak you are victorious having outsmarted anacra Deathmonger. Give me a perception check. Is it based on sight, my friend? It is based on sight. I should just tell you right away if it's based on sight. <laughs> I'll do that now. <laughs> I like asking. It's a nice interaction. A little back and forth. 19. You look back towards the peaks that are east of you. Frigidich's peak. And as you're looking through, like, the storm that has kind of spread further from her own mountain, you can barely see it, but you see little specks of white climbing amongst the black rock. Little figures, little kobolds, little white-scaled dragonborn. You see, and I'll just give it to you, a tiny little kobold with a little hat on, what looks like a little, little helmet. You know it's Bikamit. And you just hear, like, in the echo, Charge! Like, very far off. And you know that Frigidich is soon to launch her invasion. I think they got a handle from here. I think they do. The two of you turn back, looking north, knowing that you might still have a little trouble ahead of you, but knowing that you have essentially reached the end of your journey here, looking through the remaining snowing peaks, You can see it, the thick, giant evergreen trees of the Wilda Winter Wood, a blanket of green capped with little snow spreading out far beyond your vision past these peaks. 
the home of your family. And that's where we'll end our arc. <sighs> oh, what oh a one. What it, a one. It did not go the way I expected, but no. it went so much better than Me it could have ever. Gang, thank you so much for listening to this arc of Try Not to Die. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. Thank you to everyone for sticking along. We are entering into the final arcs of our campaign. We're going to take a brief hiatus from the canon episodes. Well, maybe not canon episodes in general, but just a brief hiatus from main timeline. Um, We'll be releasing some other content during that time to keep you satiated. Check out our Patreon. There'll be even more. Yes. And, and again, I cannot thank you enough. And any last minute plugs, obviously review the pod. I mean, please, this episode was please. at least a five star, right? It's gotta be gotta worth it. Gotta be a five star. No, you know, I I came into this episode wanting to say something. It's a little bit of a tone change, but I do want to say that thank you first so much for listening to this arc. I want to say if you care about uh, this show and you are like-minded with us, that there is uh, unfortunately so much anti-trans legislation happening in America right now. There's also tons of violence happening against unhoused people in New York City right now with our uh, terrible new mayor. Um, So please get involved in your local communities, support the people around you, call your legislators, look up the uh, anti-trans and anti-homeless bills in your state and ask your local governors to veto those bills um, and just love each other and be well. Full plug on my end as well for that. A plug for love. A plug for love. And yelling at your senators. And yelling at your senators. Truly, no matter what happens, we will get through it. We will be there with you, both in a loving sense and to provide you some relief from the awfulness of this world by throwing you into the awfulness of my world. (laughs) Uh, So once again, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in a little bit. And until then, try not to die. All hail our Eldritch patrons, especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Alana, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Branstetter, and producer Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. Thank you.